Hello and welcome back to That Parklet Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Greg, joined as always by... Your girl, Beth. Your girl, Beth. Your um, girl, Beth. Got an exciting week this week. We have St. Patrick's Day coming up. What else is going on? Oh, I have um, an eye exam. So oh, that's perfect. Cool. You know, have that going on. Great. Stick on with the medical thing. <laughs> I always feel like I don't know what's happening. And yeah. be like, oh yeah, it's like whatever holidays. I'm like, cool. Yeah, it's just a normal day for me. I didn't know that was that was that. Okay, awesome. Um, but maybe most importantly, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we have a staycation coming up. So Nicole yeah. and I are staying at Bay Lake Tower in celebration of our anniversary. We're hitting seven years of wedded bliss. As, seven years I uh, trained dolphin. A joke that my father-in-law would make. We are married for seven years, and it's been the best three years of my life. <laughs> and uh, oh my God. Um, we have some um, some plans, but we have plans without plans. So we don't currently have mm. a Ohana reservation, but I'm on a mission. Okay. So stay okay. tuned. Follow the story of the weekend, and I'll let you know you how that goes. You're going to try to do walk-up? We're gonna. I'm gonna. You just don't even. Don't even worry okay. about it. Wait. Wait till you hear. I'm gonna try it out. Wait to hear what I did, and if it works, I'm gonna share what I did. Okay, I'm um, nervous for week. you, but I hope it happens. Yes, we are happens. being Magic Kingdom snobs. We're going to Magic Kingdom only. MK only. MK okay. vibes only. Um, I'm not mad at that. All three days. Well, because you know what, we're staying right there at Bay Lake Tower. You know, contemporary. Well we can walk. It. Magic Kingdom is always the hardest park to get to as a local because the parking situation's yeah. messed right as opposed to the other parks we can kind of just walk directly from the lot in so we're right there we're very excited i'm so excited that i bought a contemporary hat in preparation so what? i was there the other day and there's this nice bright blue hat with the contemporary logo that is mary blairish looking and it's just and i'm excited about it does it match your friday shirt uh no not quite the same blue by the way can we talk about are the you friday gonna wear your friday are you gonna oh wear yeah your friday i am this friday? because okay. someone i'll tell you why i was gonna do it anyway but it was further cemented now. because someone replied to our story saying hey i knew what day of the week it was just because you i saw your friday shirt and i was like well then you know what it's a thank you for the coronation because it's officially <laughs> yep. my friday shirt there you go hopefully you don't get Bad pit stains or something on no. it. We'll, we'll help you get them out. We'll help you get them out. No. It's very sweaty. Um, luckily, uh, well, you know what? I haven't worn it in the summer yet. Um, yeah. It's been hot, it's but like, we'll see. Well, we'll not see today. It it's freezing again. No. So yeah, we, we got a cold. An Arctic blast, as they sometimes say. Yes, um, basically. So exciting episode. We're being joined by Pete at Neverland Local on Instagram. Uh, you know, doing our Disney local must do. Thank you. Yes. Uh, he's our tiki guy. He's the tiki guy. Yeah. If you need anything tiki or have questions about anything Disney tiki, he's your guy. He's also so. Mr. Skyliner. So I'm curious to hear if, if that pops up in his top five. And if you don't know his story, we're going to ask him when he comes on. Yeah. Um, he also won the, the Mr. Skyliner pageant. That's, that's how we know <laughs> that, right? He's got a sash. It's Mr. Skyliner. It's great. It was yes. really cool. It um, was a great pageant. Talent was great. He whittled something. He whittled a tiki pole out of a piece of wood. That's what oh he did for gosh. his talent. That, we're going to have to definitely ask him about that. Um, before we jump into our talk with him, um, I'm hoping that we could maybe hold hands and talk for a moment, if we may. Oh, okay. okay. I have something that I also want to say before we move into our Okay, thing, good. But... Um, and I don't want to sound preachy. <laughs> hold hands and talk for a moment. Yeah, okay, I don't want to sound on? preachy or on a soapbox or anything. So just to okay. bear with me here. But, you know, as, as things bubble up, so does the words, right? So, and I feel like as, on this podcast, I try to stay positive. I feel like it's that way for me anywhere, but especially here. You don't listen to this podcast to hear what's going on in other countries or like coronavirus. You're here to, mm-hmm. look, turn, you know, uh, you're here to listen about Disney stuff. So that's what we talk about. 
Yeah. And generally speaking, I found that focusing on negative thoughts doesn't move me forward. And I like forward momentum. And that's what positive thoughts do. So that's just kind of where I land. Festival of Fantasy returned on Wednesday, March 9th. And it is a modified version of its former self. Oh, it's not the whole okay. shebang, okay. if you will. And after it debuted, let's say, after it returned, I saw a bunch of, let's call them negative posts, focusing on what's missing from the parade. And honestly, some of these reactions from people um, were those that weren't even in the parks. They were reacting to Instagram stories or what they mm -hmm. saw on TikTok. So a 15-minute parade boiled down to a 45-second video obviously right. is more than enough to be able to, to judge. I'm it, right? curious what people were mad about. Well, What's because some things? things were missing. X number of performers okay. were missing. I think a whole unit was was removed as well. Can I tell you okay. something? If no one mentioned it, I don't think I would know this, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I guess I don't have a critical eye for that kind of thing. And you know me, I forget plots of movies. So of course I would forget if there was a whole float missing from a, a parade. Um, I didn't make it to Magic Kingdom on that opening day, March 9th. However, I was there two days later on the third day on that Friday in my Friday mm -hmm. shirt. Thank you very much. It was a nice-ish day. It was like hot but overcast, like I wasn't dying. Walked myself over to Frontierland, past the DVC booth where I, I got to see Dan. You remember Dan from the Adventure Bros, who yeah. is uh, a cast member, and he works sometimes in that booth, which was mm -hmm. great to see. And um, and I waited for the parade right there in kind of like a semi-shaded area. And, you know, the ropes were up and um, it wasn't like super crowded while I was waiting. I got there maybe 25 minutes early um, just to make sure I didn't miss out on being in the front row, if you will. Because, I you know, I kind of hung back in the shade until the parade got closer and people were starting to like, you know, form a line to, yeah. up against the ropes. And then while we were waiting for the parade to start, two different high school marching bands were oh. going by. And the okay. whole time I'm just standing there thinking like, wow, could you imagine doing something you enjoy while marching down a Walt Disney World parade mm -hmm. route? Like that, I, I just was having this moment like this must be so cool for Greg, them. Greg, who is holding you back from ribbon dancing, ribbon dancing down the street of Magic Kingdom? Don't give me ideas. You know that I'll find, somebody, I'll practice. Is somebody holding you back from doing the things <laughs> you love? Yes, everybody with working eyes. Um, they're like, no, we don't want to see that. Um, I want to see it. I mean, honestly, uh, I, I would love to see a country bear doing it as well. But uh, just saying, me we'll and, get Wendell and out there. Get Wendell will do it. Maybe I'll see yeah. if I can get him to do it. Okay. So it. then, after the the marching bands, you know, went by, the festival fantasy music started, and people started to get excited. They, yeah, um, like yeah, like you know, the little announcement comes on, and they kind of sarcastically did this thing where, like, we. We, oh shoot, how did they phrase it? Like, we're here to offer you a warm welcome to the festival. And I'm like, dude, it's getting hot out. You better stop with that. Like, is this, this play on words here? Because I'm literally, at this point, the sun was like kind of bringing to the clouds and I was sweating. Anyway, the music started. Yeah. People were are getting Are they still doing up. it at the same time? The three o'clock time? Here's the thing. They do two two showings of it. Um, oh, they do, okay. uh, right now, currently, it's 11.30 a.m. and a 2.30 p.m., which is great because you don't have to jam yourself in there. There's two showings, which kind of breaks the crowd a little bit. At least, in my opinion, but it man, broke the crowd. Man, that 2.30 showing, like, when it gets real That's hot. the one I went to, yeah. Uh, Ugh, it was it was a little toasty, I mean, the but... The 3 o'clock was brutal, but yes. 2.30 is also brutal. So, music started. You can see the parade come down. You're like, it comes out, like, right next to Splash Mountain, mm -hmm. right? And for yeah. the next 15 minutes, parents were getting their kids hyped. And these mm -hmm. kids, just who were all around me, like, I'm watching them to the left of me, to the right of me, across the way, you know, up against the rope were beaming with joy, like literally Yay. clapping, like huge smiles on their faces. Yeah. They were screaming out character names, just like waving high and stuff, talking to them when they got close. 
And then Snow White starts to come by, which, by the way, I don't know if you saw. I've never noticed the the dopey sitting on top of, I forget yes, which, I, which door. Yeah, I saw that and was like, I don't know I don't if I've ever paid that. attention to that, but it's funny. I, 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 think it was so, I thought it was so cool. I, I, I don't yeah. remember it, but maybe it's not new anyway. Um, I got a kick out of that. So that little section is, mm-hmm. you know, coming towards the general group that I'm standing amongst. And one of the characters is Snow White. So Snow White is starting to come by and she stops and looks and kind of points to this girl and I look over and this girl is dressed like Snow White. So Snow White gets a little bit closer. She kind of leans over and she smiles. She puts her hands over her heart and she says, oh my goodness, you're me. And the kid, that kid's soul left her body. She couldn't handle it. Like she transcended. Yeah. Oh, like like maybe a four-year-old or something. Like, yes, those are the best. That, right? Like that, that was all I needed. And I just sat there this whole time. And then I come back to reading all these negative reviews. And I'm like, what, what are y'all doing that like, that's your takeaway from this? Because I was there, had a great time. People were loving it. Yeah. Did, peop- did people cheer for Maleficent? That's what I wanted to know. Oh, my goodness. Because I yes. saw other videos and I was like, uh, excuse me, people aren't cheering and there's smoke coming out. What's happening here? Yeah. I, I swear that there was more flames than usual. I feel like they know what the people want and they gave the people what they wanted yeah. because yeah. I saw her um, <laughs> burp up her acid reflux like like Greg does on certain nights after too many chocolate <laughs> chip cookies. Um, I would say maybe like 10 times where I was standing, okay. which I feel like is more Good. frequent than in the That's past. That's definitely a lot more. Yes. Because normally it's like they wait till they get to that build up in the music and then they stop and do it. Yes, there is still the build up, like the only... but I'm convinced there is more build ups. Like okay. I feel like they okay. added in some like fanfare in the music. Maybe they didn't. Yeah. I don't know, but it felt But people cheered. To me. People cheered. People were clapping. Yeah. And okay, like you go. could tell like once some of the people who knew what was going, they'd be like, look, look, look. And then, you know, flames coming out. Yeah. And um, my point of all this is to say you're you're still going to enjoy yourself if you want to enjoy yourself, right? That's like with everything else, you're going to get what you put into it. If you want to have a great time, you're going to have a great time. If you want to focus on what's missing, you're going to just sit there and think about what's missing. So yeah. please go out there and enjoy it. Don't listen to the clowns that are talking about how it's That's not right. what it used to be and Bob Chapek is the worst. Like it's a parade. Yeah. Enjoy it because yeah. I had a great time and I was alone. Imagine if I was like with people. I just was, which by the way, a thirty-something-year-old yeah. dude just like hanging around watching all these kids having a good time. Hopefully, it didn't <laughs> seem creepy, but I was having a great time. So they're like, like stand, "Why don't you come stand over here, little girl who's dressed <laughs> like Snow White? Don't stand so close to that man." Um, that said, this is a little bit of a rough transition because I have a complaint. Okay. So after this parade, I left Magic Kingdom and I went over to the Contemporary where I'm staying uh, in less than a week now. Oh, I know where we're going. Okay. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I decided because they didn't have the regular peanut butter pie on the menu and they haven't in a while. I was like, you know what? I'm trying this 50th anniversary peanut butter pie. I've kind of put it off a little bit. I wasn't really in the mood for it. It's a little bit more chocolate than I want out of a dessert. Mm -hmm. So it's like a a, a, a pie tart shell, right? A tart shell is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and then in like, it is like, like this. Like the peanut butter pie, right? Yeah, I think it's the pie? same tart shell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then instead of the glorious peanut butter pie, it is like a mix, I think, of peanut butter and banana. And then on top of that, kind of like a yes. chocolatey fudge. And then on top of that, there were like these little meringues that I actually don't know what that flavor was. It was neither peanut butter nor banana. Might have been caramelly, but it wasn't. And then like a nice little chocolate um, square, you know, like that had the the 50th, I mean, an oval really, um, that had glitter on it and had the 50th logo. And then like a little pendant almost, like a little flag that had like the 50th stuff. So pre- presentation, I would say 8 out of 10. Looked good. I wanted to spit that thing out, man. It was so bad. Oh. I, bl- I think I phrased it on our Instagram as a stain on the peanut butter pie legacy. <laughs> And maybe a little too It is close. a really hard day for the peanut butter pie community. It was. It was, really, it was really a rough day. day, man. It was a rough day. But 
Um, what were they? What what are they doing? Am I gonna have to knock on the door of the kitchen of the contemporary? And I'm gonna use the word again and talk to the clowns in the kitchen. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm what like, they you know, they man. taste test these things. I'm like, <sighs> who is taste testing these? That has the palate <sighs> that thinks that that's good. I. And the thing is, like, I didn't Anytime taste banana you, or peanut butter. That's so what I'm saying. What, Anytime so you, like, add banana, I think, to something, dep- it depends on what kind of banana you use. Like, I'm like, mm. are they using real bananas or is it the from banana the land? flavored things? Yeah. I don't know. So that said, Ugh. if you if you like poorly constructed <laughs> peanut butter and banana, honestly, I didn't taste peanut peanut butter or banana. Um, I threw it out and went back to the chocolate chip and peanut butter chip cookies that I had made in my house. Um, so let's bring it out. back to the positive. And the positive yes. thing is that it was really pretty to photograph for Instagram. It was great. So actually, it's the real positive thing. here is I'm saving you five dollars and change. Don't buy there it. You go. It's not worth Don't your time it. or your money. Just, just if get your gonna, photo, maybe. If you're gonna go to the Contempo Cafe, I would still recommend the cookies and cream cupcake because that's the one with the little monorail sticking out. That's yeah. like a solid. That's a solid choice. It's not the best, but it's like a solid, like great end of the night. Um, something to, hope, to fix your to get your your sweet tooth fix in. Really hope they bring back that peanut butter pie for you. They better freaking um, bring that back. On a positive note, to, yes. before we get into everything, I wanted to give a huge shout out to John and Peyton from John and Peyton Meets World yes. because if you've been following their journey, uh, it's been a long road, but they are having a bibi. And um, if you haven't seen the videos they've been posting, you do yourself a favor. If you really want to smile, maybe cry, uh, go to their account. I don't know which one they posted on. Probably all of them. But John joint. And Peyton Meets. Joint account. Yeah, John and Peyton Meets World. P-A-Y-T-O-N. Um, and yeah, and check it out. So You know what I think? I think this is a perfect opportunity. This one's for John and Peyton. That's right. They've been waiting a long time if you've been and following along. it is a miracle, along. man. It is a miracle. This is for you. And I absolutely cried watching that video. <laughs> It was a good cry. I needed so it. I'm sure you can still find it on their page. I was on a baby shower too, like when I saw it, because um, mm-hmm. I hosted baby shower for a friend who's adopt, who like also cannot have children, and they're adopting twins, and so she was just like very emotional about all the stuff because it was a really sweet time. But um, then also I had another friend that had a baby yesterday, so I'm like all all over the place on <laughs> everyone's and the babies. Excited for everybody all around. Good. All right. Oh, well, yeah, because then our, our other friend was like, P.S., I'm also pregnant with my second child. Oh, my so we're goodness. like, we're like, just all the news, everyone. Everyone Babies is just everywhere. doing all the things. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm telling you guys, I'm not still not having kids. So <laughs> it is what it is. So without further ado, actually, that's a lie. There's a little bit more ado. As, as Pete joined us in the room. Say hi, Pete. Hello. He brought some news, Beth. And that news is not Disney related, but it happens to be like something that probably a lot of people care about. And there's that a yeah. certain very famous now Floridian football player came out of retirement after only two months and he's playing back with Tampa and it inspired me in this short time. I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in podcasting and I would like to okay. formally announce my retirement. Okay. And over these past couple of minutes of my retirement, I realized that I belong on a podcast. So I'm back. I'm back from retirement, yeah. guys. You're back. I'm pulling a Brady Thank and I'm already back. Whew, what a roller coaster, that was guys. That's really good. Anyway. Uh, Pete, welcome. Welcome to that Park Life Podcast. I'm going to work on your new contract. Okay, yes, thanks. <laughs> Thank welcome, Pete. Thank you. Um, we have already said, you didn't hear this part, but we already said that you're the tiki man, so you're the Disney tiki guy. Um, you're and so our we were, Disney tiki guy, yes. You're our Disney tiki guy. We were asking where you were, you were telling us where you were recording from, and you said in your tiki room, and I, my head, I was like, that's perfect, because we just said that you're the tiki guy. So tell us more about this room you're in. Yeah, so... Uh, 
I bought this place uh, about a year and a half ago, and I have a spare bedroom. It's just me who lives here. So I was like, what can I do with this spare bedroom other than make it some sort of a tiki room? I, I'm big into tiki bars and the tiki lifestyle and things like that. It's currently in flux right now. Uh, I have a, a mural being painted uh, as we speak. Oh, cool. Um, we'll be going on one wall. I uh, just have my uh, tiki mug collection uh, being put up mm -hmm. in shelves on couple other walls got a lot of things just bought a brand new uh couch so retro oh. uh mustard colored couch it's great oh, even That's better cool. yeah very tiki like i'm yeah, gonna have hung... to eventually see a photo of this mustard couch yes yeah and just hung some uh bamboo uh shades yeah we can see that so, yeah I so it's it. gonna be good we'll be looking for the uh the instagram tour when it's ready <laughs> when it's all ready okay so, Pete, I think you're a natural fit for this episode, right? So we've done one so far. This is our second Disney local must-do. But your Instagram name kind of really lends itself to what we're talking about because it is Neverland Local. So you're a local in all places. You're a Disney local and a Neverland local, and we appreciate that. So uh, like we did with our, our first uh, Disney local guest, we're going to have you tell us your personal top five things that you like to do around Walt Disney World as someone who is close by. I think people are like, They've heard enough from Greg, right? Greg, everyone knows Greg's a local. Who cares? What shut up, Greg. So, yeah, shut up, Greg. Hashtag shut up, Greg. So um, <laughs> I like to have an opportunity to be able to talk to some other Disney locals and see what else is out there because that's kind of the nice thing about all these parks, resorts, and Disney Springs. There's so much to do mm -hmm. and so many different ways to do it and kind of like different things we all get out of it. So um, without any further ado, let's start with your one of your five because they're not in any order. So Yeah, just... have you ranked them? Did you rank them or no? You know, I thought about that, but then I was like, I think they're all like 1A, 1B, 1C. Okay. You okay. just go okay. a couple alphabets. So, you know. That's how we know you're really passionate about these things. If you can't rank them, mm -hmm. they're like yeah. your kids and we like that. So hit us with one. What do you got? Uh, well, I think one of the first things that, uh, whether it's my must do or it's things that I would say to people to do would be uh, you definitely need to visit uh, One Man's, One Man's Dream, the Walt oh, Disney Presents Theater. Okay. Um, I feel like Obviously, we wouldn't be going to the parks, have all this love, all this stuff, if it weren't for the man, Uncle Walt. So I, th mm -hmm. I think just, you know, walking around there, seeing all the, the really cool, uh, whether they have old artifacts or mm -hmm. things to the different parks, watching the video, which, you know, I'm here to say I do cry every once in a while <laughs> when you watch it. I mean, come on. It's like, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, the nostalgia. Yeah. Totally, totally. So... I think that's definitely a must do. And I think it's something that people just walk right by because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm here to get on, you know, Slinky Dog. Or I'm here to run to this ride or whatever. And in the summer, we know how hot it is. If you go inside, you get about 20 minutes of cool air, mm -hmm. sit in there, maybe fall asleep. Who knows if you've seen it for the 10th <laughs> time, you know, that day or whatever, trying to get some AC. Fall whatever. asleep crying. I don't know. Maybe I'm that guy. Maybe hey, it's not you know, hey, if you hear sobbing, it's probably <laughs> me in the back row going, <laughs> amazing but i think doug and i did this one time um i think i've only done it once because don't they have the uh, original lincoln like the top of the lincoln robot or whatever in there too they definitely have the a artifacts? section for great moments with mr lincoln and i'm pretty sure there's an animatronic at least yeah it's part like the original it, animatronic or whatever but it's yeah. just like the top part of it yeah and from time yeah. to time they had uh meet and greets in there i think for a while they yes. had some of the um was it some of the, Marvel. was it Groot or Guardians or whatever? I think we're in there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I met Groot back there once. There you go, meet Groot. They're like, you know where we're going to put him? 
<laughs> one man's dream. <laughs> exactly. What a great, what a great spot. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, when the next movie they have coming out, when they had like the new, uh, uh, Mary Poppins, they had the dress they used in there. That was in there. And before yeah. Gatsby's yeah. Edge okay. opened, they had the model of what it's going to look like and everything. So I definitely think it's obviously educational, but also, you know, like I said, free AC, going to check it out mm-hmm. and just can't paying some homage to, uh, you know, Walt Disney and his upbringing. So. Yeah. I do yeah. feel like it's a quieter spot too. So it's mm-hmm. like if you kind of just need a little bit of like, a break. Just a quiet kind of moment to, you know, it is very quiet in there because either people are watching that little video or they're like reading things of the artifact. So I would say that's another plus to it. It's like, and if they're not quiet, it, you get to go in full librarian mode. It's shh, guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know if they still do it or not because they weren't during COVID, but Greg, you may know this, Beth, you may know this as well. If you walk in those front doors and say, can I take the quiz? There's actually, they'll give you a quiz. And there's like a five question quiz. If you get them all right, yeah. they'll let you sign this massive book that like all these people from all these years have signed and stuff from yeah. going back. Including stuff. me. Cool. Okay, so, I did the quiz. We mm-hmm. did the quiz because the reason we went in there was because I heard that they give you a button with that you are officially a citizen of magic or um, a Disney historian. A citizen of, yeah, a Disney historian or whatever. Um, but when we did it, they were like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Like they, they, they were, I was like, oh, I thought. I think they gave out. Supposed to give you something. Yeah. It was yeah. Just, maybe yeah. it's a certificate. I'm thinking of, but they didn't. They were like, we don't do that anymore either. I was like, oh. I was so bummed because I wanted to have a certificate that said that I was official. Like you know, um, oh. but yeah, but they still do. I mean, I'm. I don't know if they still do the quiz post COVID, but yeah. I don't know. You know what? I haven't tried. Next time I go, I'll ask and see if they're still still doing that. Um, by yeah. the way, just to back up a little bit, if anyone doesn't know where One Man's Dream is, is if you're in Hollywood Studios walking past Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway to get to um, Toy Story Land, it's it's right there in the corner before you like turn the corner to get into mm-hmm. uh, Toy Story Land. And, yeah. um, you know, I've done it a bunch of times. And honestly, most of the time I just walk by it. Typically, as a local, I'm usually going to do something specific when I'm in the parks for the most part, especially when mm-hmm. it's hot out. If I'm not doing something specific, I'm not going to be in that area most likely. But um, I've done it a bunch of times, and I don't I don't remember all of the facts. So even though I've done it a bunch, I'll still go back and read things. I'm like, huh, as if I didn't read that like same plaque like six <laughs> times before. My my long term memory, I guess, is not as good as it used to be. Um, but absolutely, and again, even if you don't like, if you're not in the museum mode, because that's kind of what that is. Yeah. it is a really great yeah. spot to just get some shade, um, air conditioning, and to relax and a break, like you said, Beth. So. Um, we approve. Yeah, and if you, if you think you know all the things, then maybe you should go in there and try to quiz yourself, yeah. okay? Turn it into a fun quiz game. Quiz yourself. There you go. Agreed. All right. What's another one? Throw us another one. Uh, another one would be, I feel uh, a must-do, is going to be uh, Carousel of Progress. And oh, okay. why Carousel of Progress? Again, 21 minutes long, some free AC, but... <laughs> Pete lights the free AC, everyone. Hey, man. Free AC for sure. all. Free Gotta make AC sure for all. Get the dome, get the dome <laughs> cool every once in a while. But no, I feel like uh, obviously you know the only I think it's the only attraction in Walt Disney World touched by Walt Disney himself. Um, mm. So I think just that you know that connection to to Walt and uh, you know old Disney, old you know all that stuff. Um, it's it's a great it's a great attraction. Now, obviously you know a little outdated. Obviously you know whatever, but. Um, I think it's just something that everyone, you know, everyone should go to, even though the earworm will be in your head all day long, you know, yep. all day long. 
Um, there are some hidden Mickeys for you to pay attention to, mm-hmm. right? Especially in the in the last scene. I think that's where I think that might be where they all are. I think. Um, I th- if you want to spruce up your Carousel of Progress time, or if you're just looking to like make it a little, little different, want to kick it up a notch, um, just start clapping and like hooting and hollering for the songs. And you'll I, if you start clapping to Literally, the, the song, yes. people will do it with people you. People will join you. Yes. They will join you. One hundred percent. It's gotta be one that started. It's like starting the and wave. And then you're like, you this is it. a lot more fun. Like yes. I, we're just clapping for nothing. So yeah. All right. Absolutely. It's also one of those very Instagrammable. Like it's very Instagrammable because you can put all kinds of filters I on all the things doing in there. The so faces. Yes. If you want to up your game, there. There you oh go. Oh my gosh! Especially like when Snapchat was doing like the the faces that basically made people look dead or like Halloween type stuff and putting it on John, like the main character guy. That's yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you like, what do you like most about it? Um, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's nostalgic. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, going there as a kid, um, Mm -hmm. driving down from Chicago every spring break, going to the same stuff, like over and over or whatever. And Carousel Progress, my parents always found places for us to, you know, cool off, take a nap, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe, uh, give us a little bit of Benadryl to put us to sleep a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, the, the, uh, American adventure, a hall of presidents, things like that, where we're like, let's get out of the heat. Let's, let's just relax for a little bit. And, but I, I just, it, it's like a connection to being a kid again. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, uh, you know, seeing it and, and cool to see that some things don't change. I mean, yeah, obviously it's not probably never going to leave. So that's, mm-hmm. it's cool to check out or whatever. So, um, so is it safe to say that you you will riot if they decide that they want to change that? Or do something with I mean, you'll be one of of those people. I hope not. Yeah, I'm not going to be one of those. Watch us come back next week and they'll be like, Disney announces they're actually going to change Carousel of Progress. Let's say Disney announced that they were going to refurbish the ride, but the only thing they were going to touch was the last scene. And what they were going to update was the technology in it to more accurately reflect the technology that exists in current society. How, what, how would you feel about that type of refurbishment? I mean, I think that'd be great, um, you know, obviously with the change in time and everything, just as long as they leave, you know, some some click, uh, quick clip from uh, Uncle Orville. Like, come on, okay. you got to leave the guy in there, yeah. right? Like, yes. In the bathtub, you know, yelling and screaming or whatever. But no, I yeah. think I think if they um, if they updated that scene, I'd be totally OK with it. You know, it's just it's future. So let's 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 go yeah, a little I th- farther. Right. I think they still use the phrase laser discs and yeah. high high def TV, which is I mean, one's older than the other, yeah. obviously. But like we don't we don't even say HD TV. like it's just TV. And now it's like 8K curved yeah. television where they beam it right. into your brain directly. I think that's almost where we're at. 3D. 3D yeah. is kind of the next thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. And um, yeah, I mean, just if they continued with that, just you know, expand and, and okay. go from there. I think it'd be okay for sure. Yeah. Okay. Cause you know, they listen, they listen to all the Imagineers. So they have, yeah, they, they listen to the, our podcast. So exactly. They, they have the Neverland local stamp of approval and that's all they need that's to proceed. Right. That's the, like, that was the last box they had to check on their form to submit it, mm-hmm. to put in their refurbishment stuff. All right. Give nice. us uh, your third must do Pete. My third must do is going to be uh, probably my favorite thing ever. Uh, that would be the Disney skyline. There uh, it is. I was there waiting it is. for it. We also said you were the Skyliner guy. You won the Skyliner. He said you were Mr. Skyliner, and I said you won the pageant. <laughs> you have the sash. so <laughs> A little scepter and everything. Yet. There um, you are. I don't know about all that, but when when it first started, when it first started, my sister and I were on there, and she was like, you know what would be really cool? If you 
wrote down like the cabin numbers every time you went on this. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. You okay. Know, this is like a challenge. I'm up for a challenge. Let's do a challenge. Yeah. So I'd start, write, start writing them and writing down the number and keeping it in my phone. And then like, if I was on it again, I'd write the number again. So I have like all these numbers. The number is pretty high. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've been on some cabins a lot more than others. Um, I have not yet. Someone suggested that I ride ride the Skyliner all day once. I've never done that before. Interesting. Huh. But I've uh, taken... I bet you would meet some, some interesting people doing that. This is very true. Do we know uh, how I'm... many Skyliner buckets there are total? I think 300 are on the on the track. It was the number I heard. Okay. 300 yeah. total, I think. Not all at one time, but I think that was the Do number Do they start at number one? Do the, like... There's a lot of numbers number... that aren't there. Um, okay. I know that like um, 13 at some point was there, but I don't know if something happened and they took it off or whatever. But I mean... Wasn't thirteen uh, a haunted mansion? Cr- one? There's a few crashes. So. Well, yeah, there was a few <laughs> crashes. Exactly, exactly. and I, I have not been on any of them. Uh, the crashes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I've taken um, just over four hundred and thirty flights at this point. Wow. Look at that. Okay, so when do we contact the Guinness Book of World Records for this? Because I feel like we're getting close. I feel I, like I we got to figure out what that is. That. I shouldn't be lauded for that at all. I think that's insanity. <laughs> I think it's a sign of insanity. So I'm well, here. <laughs> I have a, I have a couple of things that this just make me think of. One, um, still when I talk to people um, who like are hesitant about the Skyliner, usually the first was well, like one of two reactions. Is first one, I don't like heights. Totally get that. The other is I don't want to get stuck in it, which is something I also don't want to do. But as someone who has been on it 400 times, have you been stuck on it for a significant time? And I'm gonna say significant is like. Mm-hmm maybe more than like 10 to 15 minutes. Is that like a fair time to say significant where like you're really being held up? Uh, yeah, I think, I think there was one time where I was stuck maybe like 20 to 30 minutes. Um, okay. And, and I was by myself in, in the, in that one at that That's point, good. it was just kind of like, I was like, Oh, the, cause they stop all the time, you know, whether it's people yep. getting on and off or, or strollers yep. or whatever it is. And, um, I was on there like, huh, I wonder if this is, you know, how long we're going to be up here for. And you're kind of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And waiting. Yeah. I don't know. I think at some point you kind of like, you look down and you're like, well, what would yeah. happen if, <laughs> or how would they, I think the only place you really feel super safe is if, if you were over water by uh, Art of Animation and Pop, because they have that like yeah. special thing that like floats up to the door. Yeah, a little boat with a little extender that like pops up, and yeah, that's cool. So survey says it's not a death trap. Um, well, yeah, that's you what know. I was getting at, right? I mean, think <laughs> yeah. about it. Someone you personally have done it so many times, and you still do it, right? Like you still find it yeah. to be a reliable mode of transportation. I think that that says a lot. Doug basically did it once and was like, okay, I did it. That's we're cool. We don't have to do that anymore. But also I'm like, if you grew up skiing, you know, like you you've been on a gondola before, like it's nothing new. So it's like probably not scary for you, but I guess people who haven't grown up kind of doing some of those things are like, what is this? You know, it's very normal for some people, but for others, it's like very foreign. So it just kind of depends. I um... I think it's cool. I mean, I don't like heights. I'm kind of afraid of heights, but Hmm. I've done enough like ski, like I've lived in ski towns and I've done enough skiing. Like, so I'm like, it's fine. They've done a lot of testing. I know they've had some crashes, but like, you're still inside of like a metal framed thing at the end yeah, of the no day. No one's ever so. really been hurt. Yeah. Um, do cast start to recognize you at all? Like as someone who is now on their hundreds <laughs> of like, times. They're like, that guy is back. Who is this guy? 
Uh, no, I, honestly, I don't. I don't think so. I think the mask kind of helped probably for a while yeah. there. Yes. Where we were wearing masks. Don't get it twisted. They know your name. They know your name. Right. They just don't acknowledge <laughs> it. Yeah, they don't. They're like, they don't let it be known. But but I mean, I'm somebody who loves like I'm probably like anomaly in this case but i'm somebody who actually really likes riding the disney bus like places like going places mm. and stuff but i feel like the skyliner is probably the best way to transport like to, to go okay. around i mean it's i think the amount of time that you would wait for a bus you know waiting for a bus waiting for a bus waiting for a bus and then you know getting on the bus and all that stuff it's, right. it's so much better the skyliner the views seeing all the parks um if you can yeah. time it right watching fireworks like I don't honestly don't see sunsets. Oh, totally. Like everything sunsets about it. Sunsets are beautiful from up there. Where do yeah. you like to like park and get on the Skyliner? What's your favorite like Skyliner station, I guess? Uh, probably just studios. Park in studios, okay. walk over to the Skyliner station, take it over. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I obviously probably really enjoy the, uh, the line from Caribbean to Epcot just because mm. the highest point I think is between mm. Caribbean and Riviera is what I was told. There's like a point there that's okay. the highest point. But that's the point where you can see all five parks uh, with Disney Springs yeah, and you know, a lot of the resorts and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. I cool. enjoyed a lot. Nice. All right. And I've had the pleasure of taking at least one of those 400 Skyliner runs with there you. you. Look at that. We should that's start auctioning cool. off Ride the Skyliner with Neverland with Local. With the yes. Skyliner oh, guy, Pete. Oh yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, right. All right. What's number four? Well, number four uh, would be the Kilimanjaro Safari Ride. Um, ah, and I, I feel like pick that one, the best, uh, maybe in summary, the best, uh, the reason why would be that you could take it 10 times in a row and have 10 different rides. You know, yeah. seeing all these different kind of uh, the animals, whether they're out, not out, being fed. Um, I, I just think it's, it's great. It's kind of like... Um, you know, like the Jungle Cruise when you get on there and like you got a different mm -hmm. skipper every time and it's like, hey, this yeah. is you know, it's a different kind of spiel or whatever. Um, same kind of thing um, with the animals. Um, my sister, I don't know if you guys know, my sister w works with animals at the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, so it's always oh, I did fun. not know that. Did you know that, Greg? Uh, not specifically, but that's nice um, to hear. Can I request a private tour? Thank you. I'll be <laughs> yeah. messaging you later. <laughs> it's, very, it's very cool to ride uh, Kilimanjaro Safari with her. Um, because yeah. obviously she works with animals uh, all day. And She's like, "That's my boy Tito. Hey Tito. <laughs> hey. Oh no, I can't. Nope. Stay over there." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What? What? Does she work with specific animals, or like it can be a bunch of different ones? Uh, so she works with like, a lot. Is she of like animals. birds, or you know? Yeah, yeah. So she works livestock, with livestock, like with, uh, all different kinds of animals that are there. Um, but cool. has like a big affinity and focuses a lot on giraffes. So, oh my gosh, yeah. So yeah, anytime you go over there, it's like, okay, don't make eye contact because they re they'll recognize you. <laughs> well, she's so she's not at the park; she's at the lodge. So oh, different, okay, yeah, different yeah. animals and stuff. But still, it's great. They to have different it. giraffes. They don't use the same ones. Like for some Trans reason, I guess I thought. No. Well, for, I guess in my mind it it's was like connected, connected where no. they no. that savanna was connected to like other parts or whatever. But I guess not. No, they have their own, uh, their own there. And then obviously the different savannas, depending on where they are at the lodge, have different animals as well. So Okay, maybe that's of, what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cool, like I said, to be with her, to have her kind of like give me some, you know, like, hey, mm -hmm. did you know? And I'm like, I definitely didn't. Uh, I, I don't like, know no, how a lot of the driver's like, could you please be quiet back there? I'm trying to do my spiel. <laughs> exactly, exactly. She's what like showing up the driver. <laughs> 
she's like, hey. Actually, Sarah, that's not right. <laughs> what about I'm you spreading guys? Spreading lies. Do you guys, do you have a favorite animal on the Kilimanjaro Safari ride? I mean, I feel like the, you get closest to the giraffes. Um, I do enjoy a good warthog because, like, you don't see those very often. And when they're out, you're like, look at them go, man. They're just hilarious. I do love a good warthog just because you don't see them. A um, and I get excited when, like, I know that there's babies and you get to see the babies. Mm. Any any of the animals. It's like, you know, I remember when they had one of the baby elephants. So it was just like, oh, my God, there it is. Like, there's the baby. Or, like, you know, the zebras and the giraffe. Like, you get to see the babies when they're out, when they get to be out there. So I think that's cool for any of the yeah. animals. But I don't know. I just like seeing them all. One time I got, um, I don't know if, if you've experienced this or not, but the one time that the lion was roaring, if you've never experienced that, it's insane because you just, I can't explain the sound to you. It's like, you think you would know the sound, but when you hear it, you feel it. And so it's nuts to be there when he's like doing, when they're, you know, he's out there doing his thing. You're just like, okay, that's kind of terrifying, but it's very cool because it doesn't happen often. So that was yeah. pretty cool. I don't know if I have a favorite animal. I do love the miracle of the baobab tree. And why is it a miracle, you say? Well, if you go on the safari, they tell you that the baobab tree doesn't have leaves for either eight or nine uh, months out of the year. But no matter what month of the year you're going, it doesn't have leaves. And that is a real miracle. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, can we get a real baobab? Because that one's totally fake. can (laughs) Can we please get a real one? Or at least move the ostrich eggs yeah. just like once a week, right? Maybe once a month. Just like toss. Most people aren't the going on week The ostrich egg makes week. me so mad. I'm on like, I'm like, shut it, lady. That's fake. It's fake as all get out. Um, I've been pretty close to the rhinos too. I've been like where we had to stop because the rhino mm-hmm. was very close. But I mean, that's always cool, right? Because you're like, when, whenever yeah. and else in the world are you going to get this close to these certain animals? So. Never. Yeah. And do you want to do that? Do you want to be that close? That's the other thing. Do you yeah. want to be that yeah. close to a rhino? All right, we're coming to the end of your list. So what's your last uh, Disney local must-do that you'd like to share with us all? Uh, Well, I will say that um, my last one here, I don't know if it's technically like Disney-approved, Disney-okay at this point, but resort hopping to me is um, definitely a must-do. You know, I feel like there's no better way to find out if, let's say, you want to stay there, want to go to eat at a different place, than to just go and explore. Yeah. you know, I, I, I like going to Magic Kingdom and taking the boat to the fort, mm-hmm. walking around the fort. You know, I, if I didn't walk around there, I wouldn't know that, you know, around Halloween and Christmas, they like, man, yeah. just decorate yeah, everything. Nuts. So awesome. yeah. It's yeah. Like one of the most amazing things that you'll ever see and experience. Um, or going to uh, Tri-Circle D Ranch and seeing all the horses mm-hmm. and stuff there. Um, or just mm-hmm. walking. I mean, seeing just all the campsites. And I've never been a camper. I've never camped at all doing anything Mm -hmm. but i feel like when you go there there's like campers are like next level like everyone is so nice and like so whatever but yeah i wouldn't know that if i hadn't like resort hopped and and gone around Mm -hmm. or whatever so um i think just just going and seeing all these different resorts and how amazing they are the details of all of them they all got great uh restaurants or bars or whatever it is but there's something for everyone and I mm-hmm. think the, you know, obviously the only way is to, to resort hop and, and check it out for yourself, for sure. Yeah, I would say yes to resort hopping, right? I think that's a, a legal activity when you're using Disney transportation. So if you park at a theme park um, and hop, especially like, like you do like to park at Hollywood Studios to try to take the Skylander, you can hit a bunch of resorts just on the Skylander mm-hmm. line. You land over at International Gateway, then you have 
um, the beach club, yacht club, boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin. I know Swan and Dolphin are technically Disney owned and operated, but they're all right there, right? They're all connected. Mm-hmm. They're all in the same area, but you can get five resorts right there just from that, just from that area, plus the others along the way, the other four on the Skyliner track. Um, that's a, a great idea. And mm-hmm. as we as we all know, as we're going through our resort rundown episodes, yeah. we're, we're now up to 1996 or seven for boardwalks. We're getting there. We're like halfway through yeah. our resorts. Um, they all have like, a, there's a bunch of stuff going on at these places. And really, they're all worth checking out one way or another. Yeah. So maybe you should listen to our podcast episodes first and then figure out which ones you want to go visit. Just <laughs> shameless. Exactly. Part. Exactly. <laughs> no, it, it's a. Uh... Like I said, I think it's a great thing. I think at one point uh, we did a um, uh, all the resorts in one day, which was really cool. Oh. Uh, taking uh, we kind of made some stipulations like uh, only Disney transportation, and okay. no, that's cool. Not the same form of Disney transportation two times in a row. Oh my gosh! In a row. Oh. So the only yeah. way to get to the all-star resorts is by bus. There's right. no boat or anything. Same thing with like Coronado or you have to do something else before that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So it was, it was, it's um, cool. But again, just see all them, to see their gift shops and yeah. all the detail and you know, the restaurants and all the offerings they have at these, these restaurants. I mean, I feel like some of the, some of the best food or some of the best mm. like meals that I've yeah. had on property have been at, you know, resorts. some of these resorts uh, just as mm-hmm. quick service. So, well, sir, it's funny you say that. Naturally, I feel like a question to ask next would be, what is your favorite resort or place mm-hmm. to eat? But don't answer that because that could be a part of some Fast Pass Facts. Bum, bum, Fast Pass Facts, because they're fast. All right. So this is where we ask some fast-paced questions to our guests. And it is up to you, Pete, to answer as quickly as humanly possible. These are designed to be quickly answered. No pressure. There's no cash and prizes on the line here. Uh, but we will let you know if we disagree with your answer. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll start us off. Favorite Disney character? Uh, Jimmy Cricket. Oh, I think I knew that. I feel like somebody else said that too. But maybe it was you and our, when we did our game thing. It could have uh, been, yeah. Okay. Name a ride that you would like to see refurbished or reimagined. Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, we know it's not Carousel of Progress. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't be. It couldn't be, right? Yeah. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster. I think uh, uh, we're done. We're done with Aerosmith. Okay. Which I'm pretty sure our last local also said the same thing. Yeah. Did you guys know That's each so other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 20 years is enough. Um, your favorite Disney resort to visit? Not necessarily to stay in, but to visit. Uh, Polynesian. Trader Sam's probably the best place on property. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. You would say that, Mr. Tiki. Mm. Yeah. Your favorite land in Animal Kingdom? Um, I'd say um, Africa. Oh, okay. I mean, that's where the safari is. That makes sense. That's true. Um, thumbs up or thumbs down on the 25th anniversary cake? And are you mad they didn't bring it for the 50th? Uh, I am mad. I am upset that it's not here. Yes. That's the right <laughs> answer, Pete. That's the right answer. It should be an upside-down cake on the castle. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's true. See? We need more ideas like this. Okay. Wishes or happily ever after? Happily ever after. Correct. <laughs> Your favorite restaurant at a Disney resort? Oh, man. Um, Roaring Fork. I... I 
Quick service. I, I like Roy's work. Yeah. Okay. Favorite Epcot festival? Uh, that would be iFarts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's right. Uh, kudos for the use of iFarts. Um, well, thanks for playing Fast Pass Facts. I have to do a quick little sidebar here on Roaring Fork. So during our Resort Rundown episode, we talked about Roaring Fork and how it was supposed to be the place where, like, everyone, when they were done settling or moving out west to, like, finally settle in and have a place to do, like, their sports stuff. I was watching, uh, shoot, I want to say it was an episode of the new version of Dexter because I just I mm. just started um, watching it now that it's complete and I can do the week free of Showtime and get it all one week not to pay for it. Anyway, um, so... In the, in the show, they went to this, like, camp space, and they come back, and they're wearing a Roaring Fork shirt. And it has nothing to do with Disney, and oh. it prompted me to be like, oh, are there other Roaring Forks out there? So I'm going to do some research. But I'm sitting there watching Dexter, which is not at all, like, it's very not Disney, yes. right? There's, like, blood yeah. all over the place. So um, who knew that I we got a little, like, Wilderness Lodge reference, mm -hmm. basically, um, over there in Dexter. i got to do some research now. Anyway, Pete... Thanks for hanging out with us and yeah. uh, talking all things must do as a Disney local. Um, we'll put your Instagram information in our show notes so people can follow you, but it is at Neverland Local. And you do meetups and stuff every now and then. Do you have anything in the works coming up? Yeah. I do. Um, we, uh, I think we're going to try to do, um, try to around like Easter, do uh, the, um, like some resort hopping to see like the okay. Easter eggs of uh, Grand Floridian and yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just all that kind of stuff. So uh, that one. Cool. And then I think in the summer, early summer, we're going to try to do, um, I don't even know if this is official, but a water challenge. So all oh, attractions okay. that take place on the water in all four parks. Love it. Love in it. one day or just over the weekend? In one day. So you're turning, you're turning your group into like an extreme Disney like sports extreme. group basically if you <laughs> yeah. like extreme sports and you love disney you need to get in on this group is what i'm saying yeah i mean i feel like their meetups they're they're fun they're something different uh like that kind of thing would be all the parks uh, except for studios studios doesn't have any water rides but um anything that takes place on water um, i think it'd be just a lot of fun it's uh you know for locals and, and things you go to the parks all the time you want to chat it yeah change something yeah. up so i mean mix it up a little bit if you want, you could hop on Slinky Dog, and as you whiz by, I'll just toss a little water at you, and we can make it a water. Oh, there ride, you go. We could do that. Something also, I think you to. should come up with your own scavenger hunt, like your own kind of like Disney Extreme scavenger hunt, and that would be fun to do for you guys. Okay. Or okay. if you want Greg and I to come up with one, we could come up with something super random and be like, do it. Show us that you could do it. <laughs> Putting it to right, the test. I'm open. I'm open. Whatever Most you extreme guys, sports, you Disney edition. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming. We appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, thanks Pete. for having me. I really Bye. appreciate it. Bye. You know, I think they waited until after our resort rundown episode to make announcements about the boardwalk. Yeah. Right? Pretty sure that's yeah, what they also did. Also, my history is about the boardwalk. And I was okay. like, we were like, we were like a week off. So close. So, but so close. we're still going to do it because we'll throw it back to that episode. Yeah. We'll listen to it. It's about the boardwalk. So if you missed it, Disney officially announced some enhancements coming to the Boardwalk Inn Resort. They didn't specifically announce, at least publicly, that the ESPN Club is officially closed, but it is. It's yeah. We knew, I mean, it's been almost two years now since it's been in operation. It's not coming back. However, some things are taking its place, one of which is a new bakery coming in 2023. 
They are saying it'll be a table service restaurant, and I'm assuming a to-go window as well because it's a restaurant okay. and bakery. So, okay. right? I feel like that's an, a safe assumption. Yeah. Um, they are saying in addition to savory and sweet offerings, the restaurant will have an afternoon tea service. And it will be called the Cake Bake Shop by Gwendolyn Rogers. Apparently, there are other locations in the country. Okay. So I don't know if it's quite a chain or if this is like a Aaron McKenna's Bakery at Disney Springs where there's like three nationwide. Right. I don't know exactly how many, but cool. this will not be the first. Um, since there will be a bakery attached to this restaurant, the current Boardwalk Bakery will convert to a sandwich shop, which I have to tell you, I think is great. Because yeah. as a bakery, I thought it's really not that good. But as a, as like a place to sandwich. get small bites, it's like not that terrible. So yeah. I feel like cool. it's needing it needed some branding. And I think that it's, it's getting what it needed. They figured um, it out. Yes, they also mentioned the lobby will undergo a little bit of a refurb. They will be adding a coffee bar, which they say will offer artisanal uh, coffee as well as small bites throughout the morning, I assume, which in my mind means probably like a couple of pages, like probably like croissants and stuff in the morning, like nothing yeah. crazy. And um, they said there will also be additional seating added to the lobby as well. They didn't exactly say okay. the length or to right. what extent the refurb of the lobby will be, but just that it's going to get some new stuff um, in the next year or so. Okay. That was my nug. That was a lot of uh, a lot of a nug. Um, I have a little nug, and it's about the Tron light cycle. So basically, oh. they are about to start um, the next kind of phase in the process, and it's called the push pull phase. Mm. Which sounds really weird, but um, sounds like about all your friends having babies. Yep, yep. Uh, it's a phase of ride testing. So they said soon they'll start this process. It's basically where sections of the seven vehicle trains are slowly moved through the entire ride track. And then once the track is completely ready and trains will begin, like they'll do launch tests after that, where they do incremental speeds until they eventually work their way up to like their full speed launches. Um, and there is a video that they posted too. It's interesting because I always wondered how they did some of the ride testing without bodies before they do them with bodies. And they have these like weighted things. And so they like show in the video, they have these like weighted dummies that they stick onto the... Mm-hmm. And so they're basically just like laying with their heads down on the front of it. It's very interesting to watch, but I guess that's how they do this sort of testing first. So at least they're they're moving on it. They're getting Making some things some done. They're getting some testing done, getting progress done. Um, but yeah, so that'll be starting soon. And then after that, hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll be seeing that ride soon. You know, if I can't be a ribbon dancer down the parade route, maybe I'll volunteer to be a coaster dummy. Yeah. see how that goes. Right. Well, I guess, and I didn't realize they have, you know, obviously they have specific teams when they're ready for. They do, yeah. I'm like, dude, I want to be on that team. I want to be on yeah. the I mean, truthfully, the people I think who should be on there the first couple of times are the, like the engineer, imagineers. Engineers, like they've yeah. been They've been working. Yeah. You could argue maybe too long on it, but they've been working a long, a long time on it. Yeah. Uh, but the, you know, it's, it's cool because you'll be able to see all this, like guests. Yes we'll be able to see like all this testing going on just because of the, where the ride track is. Yes. Um, you know, if you're on the pe- people mover, you might like catch a glimpse of it going by. So yeah, it'll be kind of cool to see speedway. all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be right there looking at it. For sure. That's all I had. All right. Well, let's go back in time for some Disney history brought to you in partnership with the Mouselets who will be here next week. They're doing a quick trip. So make sure you're, you're uh, paying attention to their story and then also their website and TikTok and all kinds of things. All the Mouselets. All right. What you got? I'm going back to 2016, and this is when the new ice cream parlor called Ample Hills Creamery at Disney's Boardwalk oh. Entertainment Dining and Shopping Area opened. Uh, it said, in keeping with the timeless charm of the 1930s Atlantic coastal atmosphere surrounding Disney's Boardwalk, Ample Hills Creamery is themed as a turn-of-the-century ice cream parlor. 
Um, and, you know, that closed in 2020 and they have something Oops. different there now. But 2016 is when this one opened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess four years, just almost to the day because it closed in March of 2020. Yeah, so it lasted almost exactly four years. And that's not a long time for something no, like that. So not really. It's and now it's just Boardwalk Bakery serving Edie's boardwalk. ice cream. Not Boardwalk Bakery. Now it's Boardwalk Ice Cream serving ice cream. Edie's yeah. ice cream for the most part, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. But still had a good time when I was there. Yeah. I liked it. What you I got? Mean, you put a brownie with ice cream, I'm pretty much going to eat it. Right? I know. Not, and if you mess it up, then you're really bad. <laughs> yeah. The, so the bar really is pretty to, low. It's hard to mess that up. Okay. I'm going to take us back to 1997 when Disney World's Pleasure Island was transformed into Pleasure Island. Ireland for St. Mm. Patrick's Day and the first 1,000 guests yeah, <laughs> the first 1,000 guests received a free party favor so obviously this must have been a long time ago because people were getting free stuff and uh, the night was filled with games including a, cont- a contest to find the biggest no the biggest Irish jig dancer you have to be 400 pounds the game uh, was a contest to find the best Irish jig dancer mm. all the way in 1997 and if you are that person and listen to this podcast, feel free to reach out. We would love yeah, to interview you. What's life like now as the best Irish? Jig How's dancer your Irish jigging going? Yes. <laughs> are you still getting Irish jiggy with it? <laughs> okay. Before Greg gets to his quote of the day, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can leave us a review over on iTunes. We really like it when you guys do that. So do more of that. Helps us to be located easier in the whole world and ultraverse of Disney podcasts that are out there. So we appreciate that. You can also follow along with us on Instagram or TikTok at that Park Life podcast. And my personal Instagram is at the real Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. If you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment um, or share just some Disney magic with loved ones who can't get to the parks or just whatever it is you want to share with them, you can head over to our website. It's that parklifepodcast.com and you could submit a magic gram there. It's free for everyone, free for you, free for, you know, all the people involved, free for the people you're sending it to. Uh, what's the other thing we got? Oh yeah. We have the ask Greg and Beth section too. So if you want to go over to our Instagram, which is at that parklifepodcast, you can find our ask Greg and Beth anything story it's a um what's it called a highlight it's a highlight (laughs) so you can send us your questions there and we will share them on the show a quote from the original peter pan by jm barry which inspired the disney version of peter pan quote the moment you doubt whether you can fly you cease forever to be able to do it man coming in mind mind power all right on that note Thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks again to Pete. We'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.